Amen. Savior of the world, the Son of God. He is the reason for the season, right? I'm so thankful for that. Looking today, excited about today's service um, because today uh, I'm going to give us a chance, and I, what I've been praying for really all week um, is that we praise and worship the Lord, and that should be our response to Jesus. Amen? Our response to Jesus should be uh, that we praise and that we worship Him. And so looking through uh, the, the story, the Christmas story, you see that uh, everywhere. So we're going to look at that here today. But it's interesting our response to different things. Uh, we just had a, a day yesterday where maybe you opened some presents, and you opened your presents, and you were very excited about the presents that you got, and your face lit up. Uh, and, then, and, and, then, and then even more than that, sometimes the present that you gave uh, someone else, and then they were they were able to see you open it, and their response was great, okay? Uh, we had family over yesterday, and uh, one of Becky's sisters uh, bought me a shirt with a hot dog on it. And it was a hot dog, but he was in a ninja pose. It was like this. And I've never seen that before. I was like, what is that? And, uh, and, and she, so, you know, I, I opened it. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> and so, of course, I put it on immediately. Uh, and started walking around the room, and she died laughing because she just she just thought it was hilarious that I had a, a hot dog on my shirt, like a ninja hot dog. And I, and I said, why did you think to get this? And she said, well, several years ago, you were over at the house, and you cooked hot dogs for us, so I figured you like hot dogs. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, I sure do. Hot dogs. And so we, we, uh, I walked all around the house yesterday, karate chopping people. It was, it was, a, it was an odd Christmas. I never... <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that ninja, you know, at, at Christmas time. But, but she, she thought it was hilarious. And so getting that response from people, uh, especially when you, when you give them a gift and then they like the gift. Uh, I remember several years ago, the girls were eight, six, and four. And so we got them um, a present. But what we did was is that we, we, we took them on a little scavenger hunt around the house, and so they opened a, a, a box, I guess, and it had a clue in it, and so the clue said, you know, where does mommy brush her teeth, and so they all ran into the bathroom, and on her toothpaste was the next clue, right, and so they opened it up, and they read it, and it says, where do we keep the milk, and they ran into the refrigerator, you know, the kitchen, got the refrigerator, opened it up, and there's the milk with another clue on it. And so they picked that up, and I had them running all over the house. It was like the wise man, basically, coming from the east. They were just traveling all over the place. And they're going upstairs, and they're going around here. They're going, finally, they get to the box. They get to the final box of, 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 their, of the gift, and they, and they open it up, and it was a, uh, a piece of paper in the shape of Mickey ears, right? And it said, you are going to Disney World. So we got them tickets. They freaked out. They were, ah, we're going to, they're jumping up and down, they're running up on the couch, and they're jumping off or whatever, and all three of them are just running, 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 running like this, right this. It finally died down for a second, and Juliet, she's four years old, they're screaming, 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 it dies down, and Juliet goes, what is Disney World? <laughs> she had no idea. <laughs> she knew her sisters were excited, <laughs> and so she was excited. And so she, <laughs> it is one of our favorite memories of what is, didn't even know what it was. And she had a great time, let me tell you, okay? 
And so just that response was exactly what we wanted, okay? We gave a gift like that. They were so excited. Uh, it was, we had a great time. And so when God gave his son Jesus, there's a response that can happen, okay? So when we realized that Jesus came to this earth, as, as my wife said earlier, came to this earth to give of himself for us, for salvation, right? There's a response that can come from us. That's what I want to look at here today. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Luke chapter 2, Matthew chapter 2. I'm going to be in both of those spots here. And we're going to look at a couple of people that had a response to Jesus. And then after the message, we're going to have a time where we can worship the Lord. So we can respond uh, to the word today, respond to the gift that God has given us with a time of worship. So in Luke chapter, chapter 2 is our first story, and we just saw it uh, on the screen there. So we saw the response that the angels had. Luke chapter 2, or, or, or that the shepherds had, excuse me. Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 15, it says, When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Can you imagine being a shepherd, right? Minding your own business out there with the sheep, and all of a sudden angels appear, or an angel appears, and then angels appear, singing hallelujah, and singing all these things, but to just be out there and then invited to this moment. I don't know if they, if they understood the, the weight of what's going on, that this story is going to be told for 2,000 years plus later, and they were invited to the party. They were invited to the party. They got to go. Verse 16, they hurried to the village. And found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone, after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. So after seeing this, their first reply was to go tell other people about this amazing thing. What does that tell us about? When we see Jesus and we experience Jesus in our lives, do we go tell other people about? Do we, do we do what the shepherds did? Verse 20, the shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. So the shepherds' response to, sh- to seeing Jesus was to praise and to tell others. That's what the shepherds did. The shepherds, they, get, they, they see Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I mean, what are we doing in a, in a stable here? What are we doing in a, in a manger and all this? But they see Jesus and they realize what is, what is happening, that the Son of God is here. The Messiah is here. Salvation is here. And so what do they do? Their response was to praise and to tell other people. All right? So that was the shepherd's response. Let's go to Matthew chapter 2, and let's see uh, what the wise men did. So the wise men, as you know, they're coming from the east, and they talk to Herod, and, and uh, Herod wants them, wants them to come back and report to him where the baby was so that he could go worship, but he really wanted to kill him because he wanted to remain king. He didn't want another, another king. So Matthew chapter 2, verse 10, when they saw the star, talking about the wise men, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child and his mother Mary, and they bowed down and they worshiped him. So their first response was that they worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, 
frankincense, and myrrh. So their response, the wise men's response, was to worship and to give gifts. Okay? Came and gave them gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, Mary probably could have used diapers and formula, okay? But, come on, y'all can laugh. It's kind of a funny joke. But gold's pretty good, all right? (laughs) Okay? So the wise men's response to seeing baby Jesus was they worshiped and they gave sacrificial gifts. These, these gifts that they gave were very expensive gifts. So it wasn't just, well, I just picked this up at Walmart on the way over here. No, it was expensive gifts. So while the shepherds, they praised and told others, minding their own business, by the way, minding their own business, not doing anything, just doing their job, okay, their response was to praise and to tell others, the wise men, they came looking for Jesus, didn't they? They're following the star. They're having this, this, this long trip. So they came looking for Jesus. That's what, that's what they were doing. And when they found him, their response was to worship and to give sacrificial gifts. All right? So that was their response. Flip back over to Luke. All right? We're going to continue with Luke chapter 2 because the story uh, continues. Luke chapter 2. Verse 25, at that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. This is a great promise that comes from the Holy Spirit. You see the Holy Spirit working even before Acts 2, right? We talked about that at the beginning of, uh, of December. We're talking about John the Baptist. But you see, the Holy Spirit is working here as well. And he revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Which Simeon, this is, okay, well then I'm waiting for Jesus. That's what Simeon was doing. He was waiting. The shepherds were minding their own business. The wise men were looking. And Simeon was waiting. So he's going to the temple and he's living his life. But he knows that he's not going to die until he gets to see the baby. Verse 27, that day the Spirit led him to the temple. That makes me think that maybe he wasn't visiting the temple that day for, for some reason. But it says that the, that the Spirit led him to the temple that day. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord, as the law requires on the eighth day, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms, and what's the first thing he did? He praised God. His response to baby Jesus, was he praised? That was his first response. He praised God and he said, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. Well, God's word is true, isn't it? As you have promised, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. So Simeon right there, in, in that moment, I mean, just think, you know, day after day, week after week, going to the temple, knowing that he's going to get to see the Savior with his own eyes, but not knowing when it's going to be. I mean, you talk about anticipation there. Don't know when it's going to happen, but he's just waiting. He's waiting for Jesus. Maybe similar to us, the way we're waiting for Jesus to come back. Anybody waiting for Jesus to come back? I'm looking for him. Waiting for Jesus to come back. And there's some sort of anticipation because he doesn't know when it's going to happen. He just knows that it is going to happen because it's promised. And we stand on that today, don't we? We don't know when he's going to come, but we stand on that promise, don't we? 
So we can understand a little bit of what Simeon's going through here. But once again, he sees Jesus. He's able to see Jesus. And his response was that he praised and that he prayed. He praised God and he prayed a prayer. In later verses, prayed a prayer over Mary as well, Mary and Joseph. So you've got, so you've got shepherds who are minding their own business. You've got wise men who are actively looking for Jesus. You've got Simeon who was waiting for Jesus. And their response has been to praise and worship God, give gifts, tell other people, and pray to the Lord. One more person. Simeon, yes, Simeon's response was praise and prayer. That's right. One more person. Luke chapter 2, verse 36. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. She was the daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Now, the reason why the Bible says that she's very old was to point out uh, that her age was associated with wisdom and honor, okay? So older people, obviously, in that time, and really older people in this time as well, we need to pay honor to them. They have some wisdom, and that's what this person, that's what Anna is doing here. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years, and they married even a little younger back then. So her husband died. They'd only been married seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. So there were many years that she lived as a widow. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. Now you talk about commitment. Now, I don't know, her life maybe didn't work out the way that she thought it was going to be. She didn't know she was going to be a widow after seven years. But she stayed committed to the Lord. And she kept going to the temple. She kept fasting. She kept praying. She stayed true and committed to her God. Verse 38, she came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph. This is almost a chance meeting, almost, right? It's kind of like when you see someone in the grocery store and you're like, whoa, I haven't seen you in years, and you get to talk, right? Like, you didn't know they were going to be there. It was almost a chance deal. Anna is just coming to the temple, looks over, sees Simeon holding the child, and is, wait a minute, is that? That is, that is the Son of God right there. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and what did she do? She began praising God. That was her response. She began to praise God. Then she talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Israel. So what was Anna's response to seeing Jesus? She praised God and she told others, very similar to the shepherds. So Anna's response was, I'm going to praise God. I see Jesus and I'm going to praise him and I'm going to tell everybody that I know. So you got shepherds minding their own business, but they were ready. You got the wise men who were looking for Jesus. You got Simeon who was waiting for Jesus. And then you got Anna who was committed no matter what. And their response was all the same to praise and worship God. That was their response. They praised, they worshiped God. They gave gifts. They told other people about Jesus. They prayed. That's what, that's what they did. Now you look at the response of other people to Jesus. What was their response to Jesus? Well, Herod's response was to kill him. It's quite the different response, isn't it? That's what Herod's response to knowing that Jesus was coming. The Pharisees' response was to trap him. They were constantly trying to get him to say something wrong, 
or something that they could charge him with. The Sadducees' response was to discredit him. Like their response to Jesus, and these are people who thought they knew what was right. They thought they were upholding the law or thought they were doing what was best for their kingdom or best for whatever. That was their response. That wasn't, that's not the right response to Jesus, is it? The response to Jesus is to praise God and to worship him, to tell everybody that we know. These brief stories in the Bible highlight how the Spirit speaks to people who look after him, who seek him, and who are committed to him. You see that? People who were looking after him, waiting for him, committed for him, committed to him, and he showed himself. And then the response was to praise and worship God. See, your heart is revealed in your response to Jesus. Your heart is revealed in your response to Jesus. When Jesus comes into your life, or when Jesus blesses you, graces you, does something for you, when you realize that Jesus is on the scene, your heart is revealed in your response to Jesus. How you react to Jesus, do you immediately say, no, 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 I don't want to do that? Or do you immediately want to praise God and thank him? When you, when you are in the presence of the Lord, do you try to fight it or, or do you worship him? Do you step right in and say, he's worthy of praise? I know that, that I've, I've done that, tried to do that. Whenever I feel like the Lord, or I, I've noticed that, the, that, that God has blessed me in some way, Many times our first response sometimes is to praise ourselves. Wow, good job, Adam. That was really good. But I'm moving in that direction where when it's obvious that something good has happened to me, I want to praise God first. The first thing I do, thank you, God. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your touch, whatever it is. I want to move to where the first thing that I do, my response to Jesus, I want it to be to praise and worship. Whatever accolades come after, that's fine. But I want my heart, <laughs> I want my heart to be revealed the right way, that we look to Jesus and we praise him. And then after that, we want to tell everybody about Jesus. We want to bring him sacrificial gifts. We want to pray over other people, all of these things. And so what I've been praying for this week is that this is the, the last time here in 2021 that we are going to meet as a church. And I thought, what a great way to end this year to respond to Jesus in worship and praise. And so I've, I've, I've left us plenty of time here, so we're not in a hurry, okay? We're not in a hurry. But I want us to have a time where we worship and, and we praise the Lord. And I, I'm gonna ask that you step into it, that you, that you step into that worship, that we're not waiting for our favorite song or whatever, but that we step into worship and then we praise the Lord. Many of you have your kids here, and they need to see you worshiping the Lord so that they know how to respond to Jesus. Listen, Jesus is here this morning. The Spirit of the Lord is here, and we can respond to him in praise and worship. So if you could stand this morning, we're going to go into a time of worship. And you can stay at your seat, that's fine. If you want to come kneel at the altar, that's fine. But the last thing that we do together as a church family is to worship the Lord. Maybe it's say thank you for blessings of, of this past year. Thank you for protection. Thank you for different things. But I want to I, I, I wanna ask that we step into worship here today. Lift your hands. Sing to the Lord. Speak in tongues. Pentecostal. But let's spend a few moments, several moments, 
worshiping and praising the Lord. Can we do that? Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for this baby, Jesus Christ. And Lord, there are some of us here today, we've been looking for Jesus. We've been looking. God, if you're, if you're real, show yourself. We're looking for Jesus. God, I pray that you would show up today and that our response would be to worship. Some of us are, are waiting for Jesus. Waiting for Jesus to act on our behalf, waiting on different things. And, and it's good because we, we don't want to try to take control. Oh, I'm tired of waiting on Jesus. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take control. No, no, no. We're waiting on Jesus. And I pray that you would show up this morning. And I pray that our response would be to worship. And some of us here today, Lord, we're committed. Committed through all the highs, through all the lows. For 84 years, in some cases, like Anna. We're committed to you, God. We're committed. And so I pray that the response this morning would be to worship and to praise the Lord. God, I pray that you would meet us here today. I pray that we would get lost in your presence this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Just go ahead and begin to talk to him right now, just for a moment. Lord, thank you, Jesus. We worship you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray that this moment doesn't pass anybody by and that we step into this time of worship and praise just as the shepherds did, just as the wise men did, just as Simeon did, just as Anna did. Lord, we step in and our response to you and who you are is we worship and we praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we worship you this morning. Your presence is where we want to be. Hallelujah, Lord. Your presence is where we want to be. Once again, once again, for sending your son, Jesus. And may your people's response be praise and worship to you. It's not just another story. It's not. It's not just another story. It is worthy of praise and honor. Worship. And, and gifts and prayer and, and excitement on our parts to tell others. How we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we take just a moment to pray for those who have needs here today. For those who who are are out with sickness, Lord, just pray that you would touch them, those who are, those who are traveling, 
Lord, pray that you'd be with them traveling back to their homes. Thank you that they were they had a chance to come and spend time with family, Lord. Thank you for that. Lord, we say thank you for your son. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for this church family. Thank you for a time that we can worship together. And I pray that we would be a church that worships. I pray that we would be a people that would respond to you with worship and praise and thanks. And then obedience. Lord, I... Put our hearts, Lord, and help us respond to you the way we need to respond to you, God. Help us to respond to you, God. Let our reply to you to be worship and praise. God, we thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you for a special time to be in your presence. We love you, God. We love you. We love you, God. Praise your name. In Jesus' name.